0: Welcome to the Sound of Movement podcast. Today, we are wrapping up a week-long discussion about nutrition. And today's topic is all about cheap meals. Can you tone your body up, lose fat, build muscle, get buff, whatever you wanna go for, whilst having cheap meals? What's up, everyone? Welcome to the show. It is time to rock. If you're new to the tribe, Rich is behind the mix. And my name is Rad Burmeister. We are Unity Gym, experts at turning driven people into athletes. This episode is brought to you by the Unify Movement System, the only online program effectively balancing strength, flexibility, and fitness so you can unleash your inner athlete. You can get daily coaching by us, plus join our epic foundations program and revolutionary structural balance blueprint to create your ideal program and optimize your performance. As a valued listener, use the link in the description to get your first month free. What are you waiting for, go and grab it. Uh, But before we get started, a warm welcome if you're on the live stream, if you're in the UMS Movement Mastermind Facebook group, leave a comment and we'll send you some love. Remember everyone can join that uh, group and interact with these podcast recordings. Lastly, shout out to our YouTube athletes catching the replay, hit the like button to support the channel and subscribe if you like what you see. How are you today richie good
1: rad thank you very much yeah another great day finished my training session feels good again yeah. ready for the weekend uh, although it is a little bit wet these days in sydney isn't it, Hopefully it, is. it clears it's been a wet
0: up. week it's been a wet wet week i had to leave my scooter at the gym yesterday because it was bucketing down and there was just no way i was riding at home
1: and right now yanni's getting flooded up in Belgium, apparently
0: yeah yeah we just saw yanni's instagram um if you don't follow him uh follow at yanni burmeister and uh, he just posted a video of the bridge um, in our local town where we grew up, Bellingen, just completely flooded. It's uh, pretty amazing. A lot of water, a lot of water in New South Wales at the moment. Hopefully um, you're keeping well in whatever part of the world you're in. We are getting some, um, you know, crazy, crazy weather these days with global warming and everything. So look, today's show, we've had one of our, one of our online tribe members ask a uh, a great question we were we, we've been doing a week on nutrition and and I, richard and i threw it out there yesterday saying you know does anybody have any questions that we would you like uh, that you'd like answered and dave clark's come through and he said hey rad can you bring up your opinion on cheat days into this friday's nutrition podcast although my eating habits have hugely improved if the diet is too strict eventually i will crack can you get away with the odd treat if you just add more cardio? Do you have any go-to healthy snacks which tackle cravings? Please, can you share what's worked for you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd be really happy to. It is something that I've uh, got a bit of experience with because I love a good cheat meal. But the first thing that we should say is, Richard and Yanni and I, and, and in fact, a lot of you know, fitness professionals, we've moved away from calling them cheat meals, haven't we, Richie?
1: Yeah, it's a bit of a negative term for something that shouldn't be. Um I think people guilt themselves, like when there's that negative and, and guilty name behind meals like that, it's,
0: it's, it's not
1: a good place, good avenue to go down.
0: No, not at all, it really isn't. I mean, um, you, you shouldn't be thinking that food is, is cheating, and the, you know, the problem is that it comes from a perspective of the people, you know, they go on this diet that's totally different to what they want to eat, and then they cheat, you know, they cheat their diet. Yeah. And I really don't like that. It, we we really need to reframe what this is, you know. Um, we we just call. I mean, what do, what do we call it? Richard? I call it a
1: treat meal. Yeah, a treat meal. Just you're treating just a treat. And you yeah. just
0: you just treat yourself. So that that's the first thing that we want to that we want to talk about. Um, you're treating yourself. You're not cheating. You you're treating yourself. And Dave, how are you, brother? I can see that you've tuned into the to the live stream. That's great. Um, you know, look, what we have to do is, the first thing that we have to talk about is how to, how, to, how to treat meals work for people, is that we have to talk about body types and goals. Because what we see far too often is that people that are overweight, that are trying to lose weight, are giving themselves these these what they call cheat meals far too often, and you're not understanding what it's doing. See. Remember that in earlier this week, I spoke about that if you want to lose weight, what you consume in a 24-hour period is insignificant compared to what you consume in a seven-day period. And that is even less relevant than what you consume in a 30-day period. It's actually more relevant for you what you consume in 30 days. So let's put some context to that. What does that mean? You can eat like a saint. You can get everything right Monday to Saturday. And then on Saturday night, you can blow it all out with one meal and if you continue to do that for a couple of months not only will you not lose weight you can still put on weight yeah it's the, like that's
1: the trend over time yeah you know over weeks over months of what you're doing rather than the single meal that you have yeah. even though you can put on weight from a single meal if you do it bad enough yeah you do it good enough some people will say.
0: Yeah, but that's the the thing. One meal can mess it all up. Like you can, because the amount of calories, the calories count, calories matter. You can watch one one of our shows earlier this week to understand that. So if you eat, um, like somebody my size, if I wanted to lose weight, I'd need to eat about 2,000 calories a day because my resting metabolic rate is 2,200 calories a day. More on that in the earlier shows from this week. So if I eat 2,000 calories a day, I should lose weight. I should start losing weight. So what I could do is I could eat 2000 calories a day, Monday to Saturday, and I could, um, uh, you know, eat salad um, and lean meat, lean chicken breast, whatever, broccoli and chicken breast, like eat like a Mm bodybuilder every day of the week. And then one day of the week I could have a pizza and a massive bowl of ice cream where literally you can consume like 5,000 calories or something in one, in, in one sitting, yeah. you can literally do that. I'm gonna talk about that in a sec. And I will put on weight. Now you think about that. Yeah. Think about how robbed you would feel. And this is why some people that are trying to lose fat, they, they just get in this depression and they feel so hopeless because it feels like whatever they do, it doesn't work because they're not understanding how these treat meals are really affecting their body. It's very
1: common. You're strict from Monday to Friday you're eating, a, a let's say, a meal that's not exactly pleasurable because you want to lose weight and yeah. it's only a matter of time before, um, yeah, you do crack and then you end up overeating, binging and then that one meal can be the quantity of an, an entire day's worth. Uh, which we've had before in the in this gym, you know. There's been a certain individual that gave me his food diary, and he literally ate a day's worth of food um, in one sitting.
0: More, and more like a day and a half. Yeah, because yeah. in in one meal, in a dessert meal, because he put it all into Calorie King, into one of those um, calorie counting apps, which um, can be quite accurate. And and for most research, uh, actually, most people under. Estimate what actually went into their food like mm. when, when they've done um, um, You know good studies on this they uh, they've found that what people actually track is actually less than what they consumed up it's, to 50% it's, less Yeah, it's it's actually you very rarely more than what they consumed. Yeah. So this one dessert meal this person recorded 3,000 calories now yeah. I need 2,200 calories to sustain myself. So if I wanted to lose weight, I'd need 2,000 calories a day plus exercise. Yeah. If I wasn't exercising, I'd need even less than that. So you've literally eaten almost two days worth of food yeah. in one dessert meal. Yeah. And that would have come after dinner as well. Yeah, Sometimes
1: it's not just like the cheat meal that you you go through but it's like the cheat day or you know um, where the one meal bleeds into the rest of the day so for a good example is when you go out to a function and you start having food with your friends and then it starts into being drinking and then the drinking continues into the late hours of the night Man, that's a lot of calories, and I, th- I don't think people realise that you've got seven calories per gram of alcohol. And when you're drinking beer after beer after beer, um, with additives as well, some some you know cocktails and everything have extra things in there. You're you're now drinking these calories that are just uh, abundant of energy. You know, um, yeah,
0: yep, yep. Couldn't quite easily overdo it. Couldn't agree more. So. What you've got to understand is that if you're somebody that's actually trying to lose weight, man, this is such a hard thing for, to wrap their head around, for, for people to wrap their head around. If you're trying to lose weight, then listen to what I'm about to say. If you're trying to lose weight, you are not the exercise that you do, the, the dieting that you do, the nutritional changes that you do, aren't making room for the cheap meals that you can have in the future. Mm. You're paying back a debt Mm. For what you've borrowed in the past. If you're overweight, if you've if you've got too much fat on your body, the way that you're eating and exercising now is to pay back for the mistakes that you've made in the past. Not to make way for the choices that you'd like to make in the future. And that might seem really unfair. It might. But you've got to understand that, you know, it's our choices and our decisions that got us to where we are. <clears throat> and, you know, you, you have to take ownership for that. You've got to own it. You got to accept that f- until you get into um, the weight that you want to be in, that cheat meals are few and far between, man. Not yeah. a weekly thing, and they are certainly not a 3,000 calorie thing. And Dave, I am going to go into what some good cheat meals uh, would be, some healthier cheat meals. Yeah, you, you so- can
1: you can have treat meals. Let's let's. All of what it is now, treat meals. You can have treat meals because um, what's life without a bit of pleasure, you know? And food is a big part of everybody's life. So, but it's the you have to make wise choices about what you do have. Um, and again, it comes down da- down to the healthy habits. You know, if you are going to have a nice dinner on the weekend that's outside of your regime, then you have to, you know, pick wisely, choose yep. what you're going to have. That um, and and also comes back to understanding what's in your foods like getting that calorie tracker understanding you know proteins carbs and fats and, um so you can better understand the choices that you make um
0: yeah yeah and on the contrary to the example i just gave of somebody that's overweight wanting to lose fat on the, somebody like yanni richard or i we can have we can have cheat meals that would make people just go oh my god you can eat that and we would barely put on weight but you've got to understand that we've earned that. And we've earned that through many, many years of training. We've earned that by building a very robust metabolism, by building a lot of lean muscle, by creating a very good daily habit of exercise so we're displacing calories all the time. So you know, part of Dave's question was, if you eat a big cheat meal, can you just run it off? You actually can. You actually can just burn off the calories by doing some really hard um, training. But the problem is, you got to be prepared for that. Your body's got to be capable of upping the amount of calories that you burn in your workouts for the next five days or so. I'd say so, it
1: depends what you do, Rad. Because yeah. like when you think of how many, like three thousand calories for that example, yeah, you're gonna, you, I don't think you can. I that. don't think you can burn that in one weightlifting. No, session. No, not in
0: one session. No way. I'm talking no. about like, but for the next week, you could say, all right, I'm going to do you know, 20 minutes of, of you know um, training a day or 30 minutes that's gonna burn 500 calories or something like yeah, that. But, but that's gonna be bloody hard yeah. to do.
1: And it's on top of the uh, the other calories they're eating yeah. in the week as yeah, well, that's it's right. that's it
0: just, right. yeah. Yep, and, but yeah, to go back to the, that example of Yanni, Richard and I, you know, we've, we've worked really, really hard to not only build a body that can handle cheap meals, but to understand how calories work on our own bodies at a at a level that's much higher than the average person so that we can offset i mean i'm constantly playing this this game you yep. know constantly whatever i eat like i'll eat um um you know a burrito for example and and even just the all the calories from the um sour cream and the cheese and the bread and and whatever sauce they put in there and and i'll know that for the next couple of days i need to eat foods that are more nutrient dense that have lower calories in it you know so yep. i'm eating more just basic things like, you know, salmon and steamed veggies or, you know, roast meat and roast veggies or whatever it is to offset those calories that I ate. Because I, I've learned the hard way that if I eat things like burritos for four mm. or five days in a row, yeah. I will start putting on fat. I will yeah. start feeling it. And, yeah, so, yeah, it is really important to understand how your body works, where you're at on the, on the you know, are you happy with your physique scale of things mm-hmm. and then understand that everybody works differently for this because i've got friends that are overweight good friends that they see what i eat sometimes and, and what they don't understand is that when i catch up with them that's the only time i'll have a treat meal so when i catch up with them and i eat burgers and chips or whatever and i eat more than they eat and these people are 30 or 40 kilos overweight and yeah. they're looking at me going how the hell can you eat like that and not put on weight and I just laugh and I say, because you don't see what I do for all the rest of my time. Yeah. You know, and for you, this is probably a normal thing. For me, yep. it's not.
1: One thing to understand is like, there's this, there's a lot of variance between one cheat meal and another cheat meal. Yeah. Like if you're in that mindset of, all right, I'm going to have a, a treat meal, um, mm-hmm. but it involves three beers, a burger, a big, large packet of uh, fries. And then after that, maybe some... Um, a Sunday, you know, that's a lot different to if you just had the burger by itself. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know what I mean? Like, you got to start making these. Like, you got to start analyzing the meals that you're having for the treat, and going, hmm, how can I reduce the damage yeah. <laughs> of that meal? Yeah. Um. And like for me personally, when I go out with my my girlfriend and we have a nice meal, we don't drink a lot. We're not big drinkers, so uh, and that's that's a big part of staying lean because if you're not drinking, you're not. Consuming those uh, calories in alcohol, um, but we also share dessert as well. If we want to buy, if we want to get something at the end of the meal, we actually go halves, and uh, that's a good strategy at keeping the um, calories low as well.
0: Yeah, you've always been pretty good like that. Like whenever <laughs> the um, whenever the chocolate cake or something comes out on somebody's birthday, you always yeah. eat less than I do. <laughs> but uh, okay, but yeah. I I offset it in other ways, and. Um, Yeah, it's also yeah. I mean, we should talk now because that was one of that was really one part of Dave's question. Is you know what is a good treat meal? What what do we do? What do we consider a good treat meal? You really need to understand how calories work like this. Like there is a massive difference between a big bowl of ice cream with chocolate sauce um, on it and uh, you know nut topping or whatever and wafers than uh, other treat meals. And and I'll give you an example. Like for me. A bowl of fruit salad, like a big bowl of fruit salad with some cream or something, that's a treat meal for me. And the reason why it's a treat meal is because as much as fruit is healthy in a lot of people's books, there is a lot of um, sugar in it and there's a lot of differing opinions on fruit. And I am of the opinion that it is a heavy carbohydrate meal that I basically don't wanna get the majority of my calories all from carbohydrate like that because I'm making sure that I eat a lot of protein, which means there's a lot of calories coming from protein and fat, from the meats and eggs and things that I eat. So I don't want to fill up on carbohydrate. So for me, you know, I'll, if I have a bowl of fruit salad, it'll be really, really nice, yummy fruit. I don't just make a fruit salad with apple and banana and pear or whatever, like I'll get cherries and I'll get like three different types of berries and it'll be probably quite a quite an expensive fruit salad in, in somebody's mind because I'll get a punnet of blueberries and raspberries and whatever. But it, it's a treat for me. It's something that I do as a, as a treat. And because my palate is different to the average person, I can really enjoy that. That's quite a, that's quite a beautiful, sweet treat for me to do that. Um, and another, I'll tell you for me, what I've when I've um, when I've tried to give up sugar, when I've got and, and I shouldn't say tried, when I've successfully done sugar cleanses, basically where I've gone on, on something called the antifungal diet, where for 30 days I, I I don't consume any refined sugar or even you even avoid um, natural occurring forms of sugar by like you don't have any fruit except for green apples, lemons, limes, grapefruit, and berries. A um, whole bunch of things you you eliminate. And man, do I get massive cravings when I'm on that. And what I've found to be a really good um, treat meal during that period is um, thickened or or cream, like whipped cream, like I'll whip it myself, not low-fat cream, um, with berries. um, Because that has very low um, sugar in it. Berries have a very low um, amount of uh, fructose compared to other fruits. And the cream has... Virtually none. Like the majority of the calories in cream are coming from fat, and even yep. a bit from protein. And you you really fill up on it. It it feel like it makes me feel like oh god, I've had a really good dessert there. And when I eat like that, I really lean up from it. It it, it really works for me. So that's my um that's one of my go to treat meals. But my other my other big treat meal, Dave and Richard and I talk about this is a is a burger. A burger is by a country mile my fav- favorite treat meal. And we probably only have a burger maybe once a month. Sometimes we won't do it for two months and then we might have two in one month. Um, And usually when when we go to the cafe to have a burger, we've got a cafe across the road that makes some of the best burgers I've ever had. I don't get the burger and chips. I get two burgers with no chips because if I'm going to have a treat meal, I don't want to be filling up on chips. That's just crap and you can get that rubbish anywhere. I want the two burgers, man. (laughs) And Richard always makes fun of me. Because uh, he just eats the one burger and the chips. But um, what, what about you, Richie? What are some of your favorite treat meals?
1: So I, um, I don't mind a good burger. I don't mind a pizza. I, I don't mind eating the things that everyone else eat, eats. Um, but I, I don't have it too frequently. I, I try to minimize when I have it. And I, like I was saying, like when I, when I do normally get a burger or something, it doesn't come with a massive milkshake or yeah. um, too much yeah. extras. Yeah. Um,
0: but well, that's the thing, isn't it? There's nothing else that we get with it. It's literally the burger and maybe some fries. Or often we'll even get a burger and we swap the fries out for a salad. Yeah. And you know, that's another example of how we do it.
1: Yeah. I think um, the other question you got to ask yourself, David, is um, if you're restricting that hard during the week and then completely blowing out on the weekend with all these like tasty foods and stuff, you've got to... I think you should start analyzing, adjusting what you do from Monday to Friday a little bit better so it doesn't happen. Like that's that's a really common thing though that you restrict heavily during the week and then on the weekend you blow out. So what I might recommend is maybe allowing a little bit of extra foods between Monday and Friday. So what I mean by extra foods, like for me, I like to instead of eating really something really sweet Um, pastries, um, lollies, things like that. I like to eat a little bit of yogurt and berries as sort of like a treat at the end of my meal during the week some days. Um, And that can be a great replacement for other things. Again, you have to take calories into account. Like if you're eating a lot of yogurt and a lot of berries and a lot of banana in there or whatever, it can be worse. But um, it, it doesn't make me feel like at the end of the week, I need some like Monu- monumental meal to satisfy my my cravings and the things that i didn't have during the week so maybe that's a better option that you have a little bit more frequency and when you treat yourself rather than just saving to the weekend but when you do treat yourself they are small little doses mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah for sure for sure yeah and it's um yeah it's it's just something that people have to Get their head around. Unfortunately, when you, if you want to be healthy and you want to, be in a, you, you want to have a good physique, th- th- there is less of the stuff that you'd like to be able to eat that you can actually eat. Yeah. When, when people spend time with Yanni, Richard, and I, they're usually quite surprised at the way that we eat. But for us, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. Yeah. I'm, like It's just changing the way that you approach food all the time. Yeah. so that at those times like two things that people so well, if I finish what I was saying so that at the times that you want a treat meal you can have it and it doesn't bother you and two things that people get surprised at that I notice when I eat with people is number one people are surprised at what I eat generally people go wow that's healthy isn't it and I look at them and think well, it's just a salad and some tuna or yeah. it's just my roast meat from last night and my veggies like it's just how I eat But then the other thing that people get surprised at is when I eat a treat meal, and I do eat ice cream or chocolate, or one of my favorite treat meals is rice pudding. I don't know if you guys have that over in the UK or in in Europe or uh, I'm sure you do, (laughs) or in America, or I don't know if it's as big as what it is over here. Actually it's not that big, it's probably just me, isn't it? But um, you know, it's like milk boiled up with rice and some sugar and cinnamon in it, and I love it. And I've chosen that as a treat meal for myself for, a lot of reasons. I've looked at the sugar content of what's in rice pudding versus the other treats that I like, which is like ice cream and chocolate, and it is so much less. And these are the things that you have to think for yourself. You know, yeah. I can, I can, I can get more satisfied on rice pudding that has less sugar, less calories, less crap in it. Yeah.
1: Bottom line, healthier alternatives. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you can think of a healthier alternative that you uh, is going to satisfy you just as much, do that. And generally, yeah. the, the healthier alternatives are the things that are high in protein and high in fiber. Yeah. So they fill you up, they make you feel uh, satiated, and um, they're just adding towards your goals of protein intake. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if you do it That's right why I like way. yogurt.
1: Yogurt. Yeah. Jibani yogurt, if you guys go to the, um, if you live in Australia, that is, yeah. uh, it's got the highest protein content of any yogurt on the shelf. That's the one that I go to most of the time. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Craig Jenkins has said, yep, fruit salad and whipped cream would be my go-to dessert. Homemade chocolate balls or sugar-free, gluten-free cheesecake. Funnily enough, Richard loves chocolate balls as well. Um, <laughs> definitely one of his favorite treats. Protein, protein balls. <laughs> That's right, protein balls. Um, Craig Jenkins is saying, yeah, it's called creamed rice, I think, right? Uh, can't stand rice pudding. Paupers, paupers desserts. <laughs> <laughs> always felt so ripped off when we got served that as a kid. Man, I love it. Yeah. Um, Vinny Brown is saying, what Richie is saying makes a lot of sense. I'm not super strict during the week. Might have a bagel with breakfast or ice cream after dinner, for example. Just uh, eliminating snacking badly has been the biggest win. Because of that, I don't feel like I need to cheat on the weekend. Yeah, that's great Vinny. And you know, like, like you've just gotta see what works for you guys. You've gotta got be looking at how much body fat you're carrying and you have to get your bloods tested as well. You really do need to be aware of how healthy are you on the inside. Because you might be looking okay, but you're on the verge of a heart attack on the inside, you know. Yep. So, be aware of it. You know, go to the doctor, get checked up, uh, and start thinking about how can you clean up your diet so that maybe you don't feel the desire to have these blowout um, cheat meals, like what, like what Richard said. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I hope you uh, hope you got something out of out of that show and out of this week. Uh, I think it's been a good week um, of of topics of discussions. There's been some. If you're only tuning into this podcast, um, go and listen to the other ones where we talked about uh, protein for building muscle. We talked about how calories affect fat loss. A lot of lot of really good stuff. And uh, we're about to jump over to our UMS online coaching group now, where we're going to go live and answer specific coaching questions for our uh, members of our online coaching group. If you're not a part of that, click the link in the description of this video on YouTube or in the description of the podcast to get yourself a one month free trial of the UMS online coaching program. Thanks everyone, have a great weekend and we'll see you next week. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're gonna have to do to get there. Start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's gonna get you there, it's not the intensity.